we are talking about castor oil for younger looking skin in a tighter jawline. I've been using castor oil now for more than 30 days and I'm kind of shocked that I've gone 55 years without realizing like this is perhaps the greatest stuff on the planet, especially if you are a woman over 40 and you're dealing with dry skin, you're dealing with just a change in your skin's elasticity and appearance. I know for me personally, that is probably one of the most annoying things about going through perimenopause is my skin really started to change. So today I'm gonna to share with you how I've been using castor oil in a bunch of different ways, including to massage. I do a lymphatic massage for my jawline that has helped me to reduce inflammation. And when I found out the anti-inflammatory properties of castor oil, I'm like, why would I not be using castor oil to do this? And that's exactly what I've done. And I'm going to explain why you need to start using castor oil like immediately. So let's talk about the jawline. About a year ago, I started seeing all these TikTok videos of women doing lymphatic massage on their face using a gua sha stone. And I thought to myself, why do you need a gua sha stone when you've got knuckles? And we were traveling, I didn't have one with me, and I started doing lymphatic massage for my face to reduce inflammation of it. Because some mornings I would wake up and my face would just look really puffy. Like I would look in the mirror and I'm like, do I need a nose job? Like my nose looked puffy. My face looked fuller. My cheeks looked chubby. And then I saw these videos on TikTok and I just started practicing that lymphatic massage. I'll share with you in just a few minutes exactly the technique that I use. But I've been doing this technique now for more than a year and I've always done it with just like my facial routine at night. I was not using a special oil. It was just like if I was putting vitamin C on my face or retinol or lotions, I would just do this technique in the morning and at night, not every day even. Like I was only doing it, probably remembering to do it like maybe three days a week. And it started making I felt like it was making a really big difference in my facial appearance. And so then I started looking at photos side by side. And I'm like, I'm not crazy. Like literally, there's a big difference. And even now, if I wake up and I look puffy, just by doing like 10 strokes, I can see a difference. I mean, it's not huge, but it's enough that you're like, okay, that looks better. Then when I started hearing everyone talking about castor oil and its anti-inflammatory properties, I'm like, that's the whole reason why I'm doing this you know, lymphatic massage for my face is to reduce inflammation. So what if I combine that with castor oil for its anti-inflammatory properties, including vitamin E and including all of the other benefits of using castor oil? I mean, would there be any harm in using this heavy, thick of an oil on my face? And at first I thought I probably shouldn't because I don't want to break out. I mean, I've got pretty sensitive skin. And again, I'm not a doctor. Hello. You should probably check with yours and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what I did. So I started doing some research to figure out if it would be safe to use on my face. Would my skin break out? Would I clog my pores if I was using this very thick oil? I quickly discovered that one of the reasons why people love castor oil is because it has antimicrobial and antifungal properties. That basically means it's creating like a force field that fights off bacterial and fungal infection. And that's really what's happening when we're breaking out, especially if it's not hormonal breakouts. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to just test it and see what happens. So I started using it on my face and zero breakout, none. In fact, what I wasn't expecting is that it took away some of the redness in my face. 
you know, I'm Scottish, Irish. My skin is like translucent if I don't have makeup on. And when I don't have makeup on, I can see like splotchiness, discoloration. You know, I've got some sun damage from the 80s. Once I started using the castor oil just to do the lymphatic massage, I also noticed that my skin tone started to become much more clear, like just less blotchiness, less redness. And even better than that, it was better than my moisturizer. So I stopped using my moisturizer. Now I'm still using an SPF if I'm out in the sun, but like, and I just can't believe how much better my skin looks and feels after like just 30 days of using it. And here's the other thing. It's so much cheaper. It's so much cheaper and it's all natural. And it's so much more affordable and so much more accessible than like a lot of these you know, very expensive lotions and potions that we use. And listen, I'm not saying that I've thrown away all of my lotions and potions. I still use some of those. But in terms of like the way my makeup goes on is so much smoother using the castor oil. Okay, so now I'm going to share with you exactly what I do when I put the castor oil on. So for those of you who are just listening to the audio version of this, you're just going to have to picture it or you can jump on over to YouTube and you can actually watch a demonstration. But I use my knuckles. You don't need a gua sha stone. I mean, gua sha stones are wonderful. I have bought many of them and I always lose them. I don't know why. But you know what I never lose? So far, I've never lost my knuckles. So I start by going like between, I put my two knuckles against the upper bridge of my nose and I sweep down my nose, right down the sides of my nostrils, under my chins and to my temples. And I do 10 to 15 strokes, okay? And I've just put like a little bit, you need the smallest amount because this stuff is thick. It's got a lot of emulsions. Is that how you say it? The word that means a nice thick barrier that keeps moisture in your skin. That's what's going on. That's why castor oil is so remarkable for keeping your skin moist and plump. And that's what makes us look more youthful, right? So you don't need very much of it. In fact, if you use too much, you'll probably want to take some of it off or you're just going to look like a big oily face and you probably don't want to put your makeup on over a big oily face. But so I'll use a little bit of the oil. I just put a little bit on my fingertips. I put a little bit on my nose and then I take my knuckles, my two index fingers, and I take my knuckles down the sides of my nose, kind of squeezing out any inflammation. And then I go under my chins into my temples. Okay. I do about 15 strokes. Then I start the middle of my chin. And for this one, you're going to take both your right and left hand. You're using your index finger and your middle finger knuckles. And you sweep from the middle of your chin back towards your earlobes and then down the neck. Okay. So chin all the way to the corners of your ears and then down your neck. Now I'm trying to be more gentle because when I posted or when I talked about this the last time, in this episode, the episode where I talked about the lymphatic massage that I do for my jawline, I had so many people like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it too aggressively. You're doing it too hard. Well, I do everything in my life aggressively. I don't have a soft, feminine, sweet side way of doing things. Like I do everything too hard and too intense. And like, you should see me putting on my makeup. You know, when you hear people say like, oh, that's how you beat a face. Like I literally beat my face. Like I dig my brush blush into my blush. I don't know why. I just feel like if I do things harder, I can get them done faster. Anyways, I digress. That is what I do. You should probably do it every single day. I do it sometimes at night, but I always do it in the morning because I feel like my face looks very puffy in the morning and it has made an incredible difference in my jawline. And it's quite remarkable. Now, I think the difference happened you know, before I started using the castor oil, but I think the castor oil just elevates the game 
and the beauty industry has known about castor oil for a very long time. It has been found in lip products, skincare, makeup, you name it, because its properties will lock in the moisture in your skin. So you're not going to lose water. And that's part of what happens as we age. So if any of you are over 40, you know this to be true. I don't know if it's like my nationality or what, but like the second I turned 40, I'm like, okay, so now I have my great grandmother's skin. What is this skin? It was like alligator skin. Like that was probably the most frustrating symptom of any symptom when I started to go through perimenopause is I hated the texture of my skin. And I really did think, well, this is something I won't be able to do anything about. Like you can't get younger skin. Like my legs, my arms, all of it just looks so old and dry. Like I would go and get blood drawn and, or, you know, get my nails done or something. And, and people would comment like, oh, are you are dehydrated? I'm like, no, I'm just getting old. Like I, I didn't know what I was going to do about it until I started using castor oil. I'm telling you, this stuff is insane. Like I am so excited about the changes I've seen in just 30 days in my legs, in my arms, all the places where it was almost embarrassing how dry and crackly and just like, like a raisin, you know, when your skin loses water, when it loses hydration, it looks older, but the natural properties found in castor oil hold the moisture in your skin. So it creates this barrier, not to mention the fact that it's antimicrobial, antifungal, that it's got all of these antioxidants that reduce inflammation. But on top of that, it creates this barrier on your skin so that when you add castor oil, your skin has greater elasticity. It looks younger. It looks more plump. It looks more full. It looks hydrated. And hydrated skin is more youthful skin. Castor oil is also loaded with vitamin E. Vitamin E protects us from environmental toxins. It protects us from free radicals. So it's not just improving the texture of the skin. It's actually protecting your skin. Y'all know how important supplements are, especially for me, especially for those of us who don't eat a perfect diet or might be aging. And then you're losing some of these really important minerals and things that your body produces naturally, but it starts producing less of those things. And one of those things is collagen. I never used to do a collagen supplement until the last four years. And the collagen supplement that I use is from Organifi. Now, I like an unflavored collagen. That way I can mix it in with my coffee. I can mix it in with my water. That's what I do. I just mix it in with my 32 ounces of water. I also mix it with the other ingredients that I put in my water that contain my supplements. Like I use Organifi Pure. I use Organifi Immunity. Those are kind of like a citrusy flavor combined. And then I add the collagen, which it has no flavor. And I mean, then I'm just set. Now, collagen is really, really important because it's responsible for basically everything. It helps to support gut health, your metabolism, your cardiovascular health. And ladies, that's super duper important. Collagen is what keeps everything together. It's like the protein in your body that you need for your blood vessels, your muscles, the appearance of your skin, your hair, like everything. So yes, I highly recommend Organifi Pure and Immunity. But if you feel like your skin, your hair, your muscle tone just isn't what it used to be, I highly encourage you to supplement with collagen. And right now you can get 20% off when you go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen, it's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com 
forward slash Shalene. Don't forget to use code Shalene for 20% off. Plus, that's a wonderful way to support the show and one of our favorite companies. They have been long-time loyal supporters of The Shalene Show. So thank you for supporting Organifi. I recently did a deep dive on all of the benefits of castor oil based on research. Because with anything, I always want to look at the research. And frankly, I wasn't surprised to find out that there isn't a lot of research on castor oil, not the same way you're going to find research on, say, pharmaceuticals, because hashtag it's inexpensive, it's accessible, and pharmaceutical companies haven't figured out a way to make a ton of money off of castor oil. So there isn't a lot of research, but I do encourage you to check out that episode if you're curious about using castor oil for lash growth, hair growth, dry eye, and so many other things you've probably heard people talking about, like all these incredible benefits of castor oil. Like castor oil almost has a way of knowing where to go and how to heal the body. Almost in the way some people talk about CBD, there were so many crazy claims around castor oil that I was quite the skeptic. And that's why I did the previous episode where I really broke down like which of these claims can be verified, which of them are legit, and which ones are just anecdotal. And hey, I mean, even things that are anecdotal, like if a million people are saying like, oh my gosh, this stuff is making my hair grow. This stuff is making my lashes grow. I mean, is there any harm in trying it? Now, my favorite brand of castor oil is Queen of Thrones. This is not the bottle it comes in. I don't like the label that comes on. They, they sell it in a nice brown glass bottle too, but I don't like the label. <laughs> I like my countertops to look pretty. So you can either remove the label if you're picky like me, or I just buy a, a separate glass brown bottle, you definitely want to have it in, you want to store it for sure in a glass bottle. I go through, I can't even tell you how much of this stuff I go through, you guys. Like I slather my body in it. So here's a pro tip. I have very fine hair that can get greasy in like two seconds, my hair looks greasy. So I have to be very careful about keeping my hair up and not putting the castor oil on my shoulders and then letting my hair hit my shoulders because there's been literally days where I've gotten completely ready. I put the castor oil all over my body and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to take a shower because the bottom of my hair is like completely greasy. It's heavy. It's a very thick oil. And for some people, they don't like that, but I'm telling you, it's like butter. It's literally like the most delicious, soft, supple skin I've ever had in my life. And I cannot believe that no one ever told me about castor oil. In addition to using it just to make my skin look better, I've been using it on my abdomen and on my scars. So I had a breast reduction and I have scars from that. And the woman who did my lymphatic massage, she's one of the people that also got me really excited about castor oil because she was like, I use castor oil because it is so safe on basically someone who's recently had surgery and they're trying to heal their scars. This is antimicrobial, antifungal. So it's perfectly safe to use, not an open wound, but on healing scars. I can't believe how much faster my scars have healed this time. And I started using it on my abdomen. I have this like birthmark right down the middle of my abdominal wall that it's always kind of bugged me. I don't know if it's a castor oil, but I feel like it's getting lighter and lighter and lighter. Now, to be completely transparent, I did do a laser treatment on that birthmark as well, like three months ago. So it might just be lightening up from all those things. But there's so many people on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram that swear that castor oil is lightening their freckles, lightening their age spots, lightening other scars. 
So, I mean, like, what's the harm? If nothing else, your skin is going to be incredibly soft and supple. And you need to know this. Castor oil is loaded with ricinoleic acid. Now, ricinoleic acid is really interesting for those of us who are over 40 because this compound is structurally very similar to prostaglandins. Prostaglandins are a group of lipid compounds that interact in the body in such a way that when there is like infection or damage, including sun damage, including damage from the aging process, damage from toxins in our environment, our body produces these prostaglandins and it's a hormone type response. Now, as we age and we lose estrogen and progesterone and our cortisol levels go up, all of these things make our skin dry. One more pro tip. If you are someone who uses self-tanner like I do all the time, self-tanner is so drying, right? Like even if you use an all natural, like the healthiest self-tanner, they all dry your friggin' skin out. So I've been using the castor oil on top of my self-tanner. Holy cow, it makes a huge difference. But please know this, the oil breaks down the self-tanner. So you will find that you, you know, it's like a trade-off. It's like, okay, it doesn't last as long, but your skin is going to be softer and look younger and more supple. So keep that in mind. And it's the ricinoleic acid compounds in the castor oil that can make all the difference for your skin. Anyways, as you can tell, as like with most things, I get fully obsessed with them and I am, I'm in love with this castor oil. Oh, by the way, after my last episode of talking about castor oil and I talked about how I love Queen of Thrones, they reached out and I think we have a discount for you guys. This is not a sponsored podcast or sponsored anything, but they like loved the episode and they're like, oh, we'd love to take care of your audience. So we'll put that link below in our show notes. Again, I use Queen of Thrones, but if you order directly from them, you get a discount, but you can also get it on Amazon. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really, really, really want to know if you start using it. It doesn't have the best scent. So I have been adding a little bit of essential oils to it. Then you can like customize the way it smells. It smells delicious. Brett loves it. Anyways, I would love to find out what you guys think of it. H have you used it? Have you tried it on your face? What other uses have you found work well for you? I don't think that it's great for hair growth, although some people swear by it, but I couldn't find any research for that. And it's just like so thick. I feel like it would take me forever to wash it out of my hair. But anyways, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Have you tried it? What has your experience been? Hey, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. 